This is a no-fluff podcast created for busy women. We are Bailey and Brianna. We are dedicated to helping women break up with dieting and rethink the way you look at food, sharing the real secret to fat loss, learning how your body actually works. Our goal is to give you the tools that you need to navigate BS diet culture and empower you to feel confident with your food choices so that you can sustainably reach your goals. Take a quick sip and welcome to Mocktail Minute. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Mocktail Minutes. This is Bailey. And this is Brianna. This week, I am drinking a Cure electrolyte mix. I like this one. It's one I've actually found at Walgreens, so you don't have to order it, which a lot of mine I do usually have to order. But tastes good. Good ingredients. Big fan. I got the berry pomegranate flavor. Ooh, sounds good. What am I having? Oh, I'm having... Just water with some trace mineral drops, and then I did a splash of orange juice for some whole food vitamin C. Black Friday sales are happening, so I plan on getting a lot of samples of different stuff so that I can actually come on here and tell you guys some good rants. <laughs> Such a creature of habit. That's a good idea. We need to stock up some on some different drinks for Black Friday. Yeah. This week, so this episode is actually going to air on Thanksgiving. Yes, I know. I just looked at that this morning. So I feel like this is a good one. So maybe you'll listen to this as you're getting ready for your Thanksgiving day and it can give you some helpful tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's actually kind of crazy when I get on Thursday mornings because I like to see like how many people downloaded the episode and everything. We have usually around 20 people that have already listened to the episode or started it by like seven o'clock, which is yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. I love that we're like in your guys's ear early morning. I know I saw that too last week. I was like, ah, okay, we have downloads. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully this is going to catch you guys even on Thanksgiving morning too, to kind of help you with your day. But if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, you can use these tips for any day. I mean, we have other holidays coming up too. Yeah. Today's episode is applicable for like weekends, nights out, date nights, birthdays, whatever it is, holidays. You probably have done this for all those things. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about saving calories. And this is something I hear all the time. Honestly, even like, like Brianna said, it's not just about holidays. I hear this even around summertime a lot when we're like having events and there's drinking involved. We're like, I'm not going to eat today because I'm going to drink my calories. Like that's a good way to feel drunk really fast. And also, and you're not, yeah, you're just not going to feel good doing that. I don't recommend it. So honestly, it really does. It sets you up for failure. If you're someone who goes into any type of day and you're like, I have all these things going on tonight. I get, I better save up my calories because if I don't, I'm going to, be way over my calorie amount and everything's just going to fall off track. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like a good idea. I I always tell clients this, right? If you're thinking about, okay, I need to watch what I eat. Maybe I need to watch my carbs, like all this stuff. Saving your calories sounds like a good idea, but it's not. Usually we do this when we're like, we're going to be around a lot of food, a lot of foods that we don't normally eat. And I know I want to indulge. So I'm just going to like make sure that the food I'm eating today, I really enjoy. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be that dinner or it's going to be that event that I'm going to. But that just really sets you up for failure because you will end up eating more than you typically would when you do this. And even if you Ten don't. Ten times out of ten. 
Yeah, I mean, even if you don't end up eating more, you're going to probably eat the same amount of calories as you would have if you would have just ate throughout the day. And then you could have not made yourself starve because essentially what you're doing, you're starving yourself and then you're binging, which does not feel great. It's not great on your digestive system. It's probably going to cause some bloating. It's probably going to make you want to take a nap. It's probably going to make you have to unbutton your pants. You know, all those things that happen when we overdo it at a meal. So instead of going into, let's take Thanksgiving, for example, Thanksgiving dinner is a big one where it's, we always think about like, you have to stuff yourself. Like the food baby is normalized on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like I need to roll away from the table. Yes. (laughs) And you really don't have to do that. And Mm. it seems so simple to think about that. But when I tell people that they're like, huh, you're actually right. Like I don't have to overstuff myself at Thanksgiving. You can treat this as a normal meal. And it's, I mean, it's probably going to look different than a normal meal because I mean, you have a whole buffet of food rather than like, this is what we're having for dinner. Yeah. So it's going to look a little different, but trying to keep it as normal as possible is what's going to help you feel best in the long run. Saving up those calories all day, you're going to go into Thanksgiving dinner and you're probably going to, like we said, you're going to overdo it. You're not going to feel great. It's not going to be the outcome you thought. And it does seem super logical because it's like, oh, if we just save it for later, we're not going to overdo it. It's kind of like the thinking of the calories in, calories out method. Like it seems like it should work easy, easy. Just eat less, move more, boom, weight loss. But I'm sure as many of you seen, and I have seen with so many people, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. And I want to go back to like what you were saying. So those feelings that you feel when you kind of don't eat all day and then you have a really big meal, like that discomfort, that bloating, the really tired, we automatically start equating that to it's because I ate bad when it's not. And, but we, we, we view it as that, like we ate bad, we ate foods we shouldn't, we like went really overboard. We don't have willpower but it's not the foods that you ate that made you feel bad. It was the timing of how you just didn't eat all day. And then you went super overboard, not because of lack of willpower, but probably because you were really hungry. Who is going to have a delicious food, like go out to a delicious restaurant or have a delicious Thanksgiving meal put in front of them after not eating all day and not be like, Oh, I'm going in. Like you're hungry. If you are someone who typically does this, as we were saying this, you're probably like, well, if I eat breakfast and lunch and then I go into dinner, then I'm going to be really overdoing it because I'm going to have that huge dinner. That's not going to happen if you're being more intentional about this. And I don't want to say this in like a dieting way, but when you go into this meal and you're not super ravenous, you're just treating it like dinner, you're going to feel more satisfied probably because you don't have to eat four cups of potatoes to feel full and happy now. You can decide how many servings you want of each thing. Go with it. Enjoy it. Have your dessert. And then you just move on and you don't get up from the table rolling around or anything like that. Like, yeah, you will feel so much better. You're going to feel more in control, really. Because even with Thanksgiving, I think another point to bring up is deciding what do you actually want? And this is always a good point because it's like Thanksgiving, you have the rolls, you have the stuffing, you have macaroni and cheese, you have mashed potatoes, 
I mean, yeah. you have your turkey, like you have a lot of it is starchy carbs. Nothing is wrong with carbs. <laughs> I want to always say that, but they are very easy to overdo it. So if you're going into these vents where it's an overboard of carbs, well, just go into it, prioritizing that protein, seeing where you can add fiber, start there, and then decide what do I actually enjoy on Thanksgiving? If you are someone who does not care about having a roll, just skip the roll. If you are mm-hmm. someone who's like, I don't really care about corn, skip the corn. Like me, my favorites on Thanksgiving, it's the stuffing. Like I could just oh, eat yeah. the stuffing and skip everything else to be quite That's honest. Okay. But like usually I'm doing stuffing and mashed potatoes. Like those are my go-to on Thanksgiving, especially the stuffing because Stuffing is not usually something I make outside of Thanksgiving. It's more I just have it on Thanksgiving. Yeah. With that being said, I think another point to bring up is that these foods are actually available like year round. You can make these foods on other days besides Thanksgiving. So if you're like, well, I overdo it on stuffing because I'm like, I'm I'm not going to get it for another year. Yeah. Go buy some stuffing and add it to your meal plan. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's such a good fall staple. You can have it whenever you want. Yeah. You bring up a good point because when clients talk about like, I'm just going to overdo it. I know I am. I don't trust myself. All those things that are valid. I do find that it's because they have this mentality of like, these are foods that I can't have. And we do that when we go to a restaurant too, for like, we know we're going to go out for a girl's night. Like, okay, I don't typically go here. I I wouldn't typically order this appetizer. I wouldn't typically do this. And so we just look at these foods as like, as a one-time thing. I'm not going to do it again. So I'm just going to really overindulge because I never do this, you know, or it's like this like last supper mentality where it's like, well, I'm not going to eat this way any other time of the year. So I'm just going to really go all out. And there's such a fine line, I feel like between enjoying all the foods that you love and then binging them because you're having this last supper mentality. So I think this is like a big, I love when when clients have this like epiphany of like, wow, I went out to eat. I really enjoyed myself. I ordered what I wanted, but I had it in a balanced way. I felt control and I felt really good after. And I didn't feel like I was restricting. I didn't feel like I couldn't enjoy myself. But what I really loved was how I felt after. Because I think that's the problem is... We don't know how to navigate, how to eat the foods that we love in a way that feels good during and then after. Like, and then we almost look at it as like, I think we've talked about this before. There's such extreme ends of the spectrum where it's almost like, oh, that's really diety to be like, you need to eat it balanced or you need to feel in control. That's not diety at all. We've just been told that that's diet culture, but it's not to eat in a way that feels good during and after is a normal way to eat. And even, it's not a diet way. Exactly. It's it's all about how you look at it, to be honest. I mean, we are both people that don't promote to like go on a 30-day diet or you don't need you don't need to detox after Thanksgiving or anything like that. But I'm also gonna promote eating your vegetables. And that has nothing to do with dieting. I mean, I've had comments made to me that I don't need to eat my vegetables because I don't need to lose weight. Like Number one, don't you don't need to comment on what I'm eating. You don't need to comment yeah. on my body size. Yeah. Number two, I'm not eating like that's not why I eat vegetables. Right. Vegetables 
serve other purposes, even salads where it's the typical, oh, the dietitian gets the salad for a side. Like, no, I get the salad because restaurant salads are better. We've had this yes. conversation. <laughs> I did a reel about that today and I already yes. had people in my DMs like, ew, that's, are you sure you're not dieting? Like, no, I, there's like 1500 toppings on this salad. Like I'm going to get the salad. Yeah. Like getting the salad. It's not about dieting. It's about deciding how full I want to feel, how I want to balance my blood sugar, how I want to add nutrients into my body, how maybe I just don't want a burger and fries that day. I just want a burger and a fresh salad. Like it does not, it doesn't have to be with dieting. Same thing on Thanksgiving, eat your vegetables, not in a weird way. I actually bring a salad to one of our Thanksgivings, add in the pecans, the pomegranate seeds, all the fun stuff. And everyone loves it. And it's not about like being good on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's about deciding how you want to feel. Sure. You can go eat five pieces of pumpkin pie. I'm not going to stop you, but you're an adult. You get to make the choices. Right. And I think that's probably like, we could probably have a podcast episode with just how do we navigate people commenting on our food? Cause it's yeah. like a whole other thing, but I'll just say this because you guys will probably be faced with this today. If you're listening to it on Thanksgiving or if you listen to it before Christmas or whatever, 99.999% of the time that someone makes a comment about your plate or how you were eating, it is a reflection of their insecurities, how they feel about food how they feel about diet, how they feel about eating their vegetables. And it has zero to do with you. You know, especially if they're making a, oh, are you going to eat all that? Or, oh, is that all you're eating? It's usually they're like connecting it to a body size and it is how they feel. It has nothing to do with you. And at the end of the day, you are an adult. And if you want to eat more vegetables or if you want to go eat five slices of pie, you get to do whatever you want. And then you don't really owe anyone an explanation. Yeah. But I mean, it's all in the choice you make and it's all deciding what's going to be best for you. If you're like, yeah, no, to me, I don't really care. I want to be bloated and need a nap afterwards. You do you. That that doesn't affect me. We're just here to give you the information. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, we're just here. Really? I mean, we kind of talked about like how this essentially it's setting you up. You're starving and then you're binging. It's kind of the same thing as cheat days. I hate cheat days. I think they are so stupid to be like, you have to eat perfectly for all five days. And then on day six, you get to eat whatever you want and have a cheat day. Yes. Here's the thing. You can eat whatever you want on any day. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing. The people I see do this are ones who cannot find a diet that is sustainable because you're so used to, I have to be perfect Monday through Friday, Saturday comes, we're going to go crazy. So then I don't feel so great on Sunday. So then it's going to be another cheat day and we're going to restart on Monday. I already screwed up. Let's just finish it off. We'll start over. Mm -hmm. Cheat days are basically planning to binge all day and it's not doing you any favors. No, it's not. When we kind of give food this like certain parameters of we can only have it at this time or it's only restricted to Saturdays or whatever it is. That's when we are going to think about it all week until Saturday. And then we know again, going into it that 
we can only have this on Saturdays. We better eat eight cookies instead of just having one mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to miss out. I don't, it's that missing out feeling, I think. So I don't love the cheat day meals or days either. No. Having a cheat meal is not necessary. I don't think if you feel like you are cheating on your diet, it's not the diet for you. I think no. there's always a way to find balance. Sure. There are more meals that are more nutrient dense. There are more meals. And then there could be meals that aren't as nutrient dense. Doesn't mean you're a bad person for doing that. It means you're just deciding what you want in that moment and what is going to be nourishing to you right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and that just goes back to like putting certain foods, certain events on a pedestal that sets you up for failure because you are making that connection in your mind that if I eat this, it's cheating. So I'm not supposed to be doing it. And you are, you are always going to overdo it. So this is such a weird concept for people. It sounds counterintuitive, but if there are foods that you really are like, oh, wow, I go all out on that. I just can't control myself. If you start allowing yourself to have that more, you will find you have much more control around it because you have taken the like taboo out of it. As soon as it's like, oh, I can have birthday cake whenever I want. It's not this like every time I have birthday cake, I just like go all out to the point where I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I do this to ourselves. We do. And I've had some of my clients that work with that have kids. I mean, Halloween, we still had all that Halloween candy around. They're like, I can't get my kids to stop eating candy all night long. So we had talked about, I was like, give them a piece with dinner. See Mm -hmm. how that is. Like, don't bring attention to it. Just like put it on their plate as of like, here, you can have this with dinner type of thing. And they're like, Sounds kind of weird telling a dietitian telling you to have candy <laughs> with yeah. dinner. I mean, I don't recommend it for every meal, but right. they tried it out and they're like, it was actually very weird. Their daughter, they were telling me, they're like, she sometimes will eat it or sometimes just doesn't care about it. And now she's not really asking for it after dinner either. I'm like, yes, because it's on this yeah. playing field is all the other foods. It's not like that prized Yeah. You normalized it. You normalized candy is normal. And once you do that, you just don't want it as much. Mm -hmm. I always tell like my MM clients this, I did when I was like hardcore dieting, I would always want like chocolate cake and dessert. Every time I went places, I don't even like chocolate cake, but it was the sheer, like I knew I couldn't have dessert. So I wanted it. Yeah. I knew it was bad. So I wanted it. And it's like, okay. Like I mean, now I like chocolate cake, but back in the day, like, that's just not what I would have gone for. I'm like a savory person, but I just knew like, Oh, sweets are bad. Or I shouldn't, I shouldn't have cake. And so it's like, Oh my God, I want the cake. Like we torture ourselves. So I think that's another good piece of advice. And we've kind of already said it, but I just want to highlight it. Like just think of going out to restaurants or having a Thanksgiving meal as a normal meal. It is not anything different that we need to prepare for or we need to like overthink or you know like thanksgiving is a meal it's like just like any other dinner so is going out to eat you just have a lot more options and i think that's what the problem is people do not trust themselves with multiple options so if you're and that's the problem 
Yes. If you are listening to this and you're like, this could never be me. I have never been someone who could control my sweet tooth. It's like I eat one piece of pie. It turns into three cookies, another brownie, something else. I want you to change this mindset because if you go into Thanksgiving dinner thinking, all right, let's stuff ourselves until we can't stuff anymore. I mean, that's exactly what you're going to do. If you are more intentional about your eating, and I've started kind of switching the mindful eating to intentional eating. I kind of, I like that better, just how I think about it. It's going to make a difference for you. And if you're like, there is no way I can control my cravings or anything. Number one, we teach you how to balance your blood sugars and metabolism makeover. And that's what's really going to help you. Having meals throughout the day, instead of saving calories, that's going to help you. But then also giving it a chance. If you are automatically like, no, this is not going to work for me. And you're not going to do anything to try and change it. Yeah, it's not going to work for you. We can't just speak things into existence and then they happen. I mean, sometimes it does happen and that's just like wild. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like changing our habits or working on our goals, there's usually something we have to do to work on it. Like give it a chance. Nothing bad is going to happen when you try something for two weeks. You're not going to end up in a worse place than you are right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I always tell clients. Trying something new with the open mindset of, you know what, what I'm doing right now, it does feel safe, but it's not actually safe because it's not working. I'm just used to it. So I'm going to try something new. And so if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving morning and you're someone who feels like I do have no control, try having a high protein breakfast, try getting in some, you know, fiber beginning of your day. Try hydrating, you know, maybe get in a little bit like a little walk or something. Try to just treat it as a normal day and see how you feel when you go to sit down and have that Thanksgiving meal. Think about balancing your plate. What would happen if I started with protein and some veggies and then I dug into my potatoes or my mac and cheese or my stuffing, you know? See what happens if you're like, you know what? I'm going to have that pumpkin pie after dinner. So let me make sure I'm trying to balance my blood sugar and setting myself up. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to prioritize what I eat and how I eat. Just see what happens. And you know what? If nothing good comes from it, then you tried, right? But you're going to feel better. You are. I, I, I feel 100% about that. Slow down at your meals. I think that is always helpful. And also, if you finish your first plate, and you're like, oh, I'm kind of still hungry. That was really good. Give yourself like 10 minutes Sit there, mm-hmm. chat with your family, give yourself 10 minutes. And then if you're still hungry, yeah, sure. Go back and grab some. Otherwise, <laughs> take some home for leftovers. And now you got lunch yeah. the next day. But slowing mm-hmm. down can be super helpful. And I, I post a lot about this on my Instagram when Josh goes crazy with his mindless eating. <laughs> but last <laughs> night, we had chicken and dumplings. And so we're eating. And I'm already, like, sitting down and eating. After I'm already sitting there, he goes, makes his bowl. He comes back. He sits down. He is done eating his bowl before I'm like halfway through mine. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's like, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, you need to slow down. Yeah. So Here's he's working. <laughs> I mean, he's working. Not, yeah. The other day I found he was eating cookie dough. And it's like the already pre-cut ones. And he left like half of a cookie dough in there. I was like, okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's 
That's a good point. Enjoy your meal. Have a conversation with your family. Slow down. You can have these foods the next day. There is nothing on your plate that you cannot have the next day and make it work for your needs. The other thing too, my family does this. I don't know why my family does. I have a lot of theories as to why my family eats the way that they do, but like that's like a whole other topic. My family is notorious for like inhaling their food and then right after we're doing dessert. We like all the pies are on the table, everyone's cutting in, everyone's talking about like, gosh, I'm so full, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm but I'm just gonna have the pie. I shouldn't be having the pie. And it's like this lapse of judgment that they're just like, hurry up and do it, because I'm not supposed to do it. Like, it's okay if you're full to have your pie later. Every holiday, my family's like, why aren't you eating dessert? Are you not eating dessert? Are you dieting? I'm like, no, I'm just going to have it when it feels good. Because right now, I don't need any pie. I want to enjoy it later. I don't want to have a stomachache. I want to like not inhale it. I can, you can have it later. So give yourself that permission to like slow down. Enjoy your food. You don't have to be eating when everybody else is eating. Like if your family is one that does dessert right after eating their entire giant buffet meal. You don't, you don't have to do that. So after listening to this, if you're going to try it out, you're going to give this a chance. Let us know how it goes. If you have like yeah. an oh shit moment, like, oh my gosh, it actually does work. Tell us. We love to hear those stories. But also enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Don't overstress about it. Everything's going to be fine. It is one day. It is one meal. And I always tell clients this too. Your body does not know good and bad foods. It just sees macro and micronutrients. And it's going to take what it needs from whatever you ate and use it for what it needs. You don't need to compensate for it. It'll be fine. But yeah, try some of these tips. Let us know how you feel. And if you're interested in learning more, we have a whole week in Metabolism Makeover that's dedicated to making room for fun and how to navigate these sort of situations because they make up over like 50% of our lives. So if you're being quote unquote really good for all the times that you're not doing these events and then you just feel like out of control, everything's out the window during these, you're probably not going to see a lot of progress with your weight loss or your health and nutrition goals because you're not balancing it out. Mm-hmm. So we help with that. Yes, we do. Right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Short sips and to the point. Thank you for joining Mocktail Minutes. Be sure to subscribe and follow to keep up with the latest episodes. You can find us on Instagram at New Crew Nutrition and The Mama Nutritionist. If you have a topic you want to learn more about, send us a DM. See See you you next week. week.